Welcome to From the Newsroom. Reporters and editors from the Worcester Telegram and Gazette step from behind the keyboard and in front of the mic to offer insights on stories they're working on. From the Newsroom, from the Worcester Telegram and Gazette. I'm Executive Editor Dave Nordman, joined this Monday morning as we are every Monday morning but with Sports Editor Jim Wilson. Welcome, Jim. Dave, how's it going? Jim, first week, let's just jump right into it, the first week of high school football power rankings. Yeah. The, uh, the playoffs don't start this week, but if they did, uh, we kind of have an idea of who's in and who's out. So yeah. Let's know, start from the top. Like, I, I, I wanted to, you know, I try to avoid doing math as much as possible, so I finally get everything taken care of for the last week. Uh, with the with the final four games of the regular season, uh, this could change. Obviously, one of the things about these power rankings are it's not only if you win on Friday; it's like whoever your opponents are, they you pick up two or three points on uh, on games that aren't even on your field. So that so a lot of the stuff will will drastically move around. In fact, some people already noticed from from uh, last week when we posted them to when after the games got played, teams just you know came out of nowhere to jump in. Like Rotten Dunstables is high in the the power rankings now. They're in the playoffs. They weren't before. Uh, Fitchburg made a big jump in Division Four. So, uh, I, but I think if you look at it now with the old, if the playoffs started tomorrow, uh, you get some pretty good matchups, especially in Division One, uh, Division Three rather. I mean, you know, Doherty would face Shepherd Hill and Wachus would face St. John's, and I think those are uh, you know no brainer, you know, drop everything game type of thing. You know, Division, the, you know, d- d- those are just you know two of the you know, four of the top teams in Division. Algonquin's on the outside looking in. Uh, they have Wachus this weekend. Uh, in that, they, if Algonquin <laughs> wins that game, they they're, they you know they pick up a ton of points because they're getting you know getting. Uh, a lot of points from Wachusett's wins and the, just the win itself. Yeah. So talk about the uh, talk about the movement now. So how many weeks do we have left here in the in the regular season? We just finished off week six. So there's, there's uh, they played the, the November first weekend is like the last weekend of the, the regular season. So there's still an opportunity for teams to move in, you know, right. in out down up. Yeah. That's why I try to one because I just hate math and two because you know, it is just so. Doing them so early doesn't really do anything but because it's, it's no different than the college football rankings yeah, where exactly. like you know teams you know like Notre Dame is ranked like seventh but they still have a shot at getting right. In. You give it a month before people are now starting to look at like I've already had a couple of people saying you know geez who are we playing if you know you know hey how did uh, you know if Groton Dunsville wins how how are people gonna you know are they gonna are they gonna be a number four seed in Division four will we face them type of thing they're looking they're looking ahead to see you know what their matchups are so. right so I mean. Uh, a few, you know, mentioned Division Three with those great matchups, but um, you know, looking at Division Four, like you said, you've got, you know, you've got a school like uh, like a Grafton, for example, who had a, a killer schedule early right. on, but they're they're sitting there at like at five, just below Groton Dunstable, but but on the verge of jumping in. Even, yeah, they're, they're, even they're, with they're, a two they're, and four. They're record. under a point a point away, you know, a ratings point away from jumping Groton Dunstable. That's and I think I said it a couple weeks ago. They can graft. That's this is where like the tough schedule comes into play because you get if you lose. If you if you beat a team, you get two or three, two or three points for every one of their wins, and they, you know, or if you lose to them, if they're, if they're above, you get one point three. Right. So, so it, it behooves you to sort of play up and play these tough. So schedule. that 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 you know that's those are the things that jump out to me is like Groton Dunstable has a uh, has a uh, five and two record. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, Grafton is uh, at, at two and f- uh, no, they're f- uh, two and four, two and four, and uh, or no, Groton Dunstable is four and two, and right. Grafton yes. is two and four, two and four correct. But a win either way, they could just jump them. So really, it's it's who you play, like you said, as much as how you do, right? Because like you you beat a team that's you know zero and six, you're getting ten points for that win, right? So it's like it's it's 
it, it doesn't, you know, you're actually, in some cases, you're almost you know, better playing off a team that's going to finish with eight wins and lose, and you get eight points for that loss. Right. So it's, it's almost like you're playing Which, a bad I mean, team. which is what coaches will tell you is they, they, like, they like the system where teams get rewarded right. for playing up, playing tough teams, um, and doing very well because not only will it carry over into the rest of the season, um, you know, but it also helps them in the standings right, as exactly. well. Right, exactly. Playing an 8-0 eight, eight no team, you might have you got a 14-point you know, loss, but you're not going to see anybody as good as that team the rest of the way. So you know, I think it would help you right. rather than going to, going to pick up and, you know, finding an 0-8 Owen, team and just getting a you know, game where your JVs are in the third quarter, it doesn't really help you. Right. So um, looking at a couple of teams that made big jumps this week um, in the power rankings that a week ago, maybe we, we weren't really even talking about them, but a big win jumps them into the playoff mix. And looking at Division 5, Auburn has to I was, be one I of I was waiting teams. all weekend for you to mention this. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're you know, two and four. Yeah. But, you know, we were Again, here last— it goes to the whole right. you know, the schedule, and that's what happened. They, a big win over uh, undefeated at the time, Oxbridge, Oxbridge team. I was on record last week, and I, you know, I'm sure Sully and Cormier and, and all those guys are, were happy to hear me How'd say that. How'd that turn out for Yeah, you exactly. That's why, that's why I write about the games rather than in the, in the coach's <laughs> box, because uh, every, every village needs an idiot. Uh, and, uh, you know, but that, 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 to your point, I mean, that's what happened. They, they picked up— you know, Oxbridge was five and zero. They get you know two points for those those every one of their wins. They get ten points for the overall win. That was a huge thing. It jumped them into third place in Division Five. And now you know you're looking at a game like you know again an, an Auburn Grafton game this week, which a week ago didn't seem like it was going to be much you know much there. But now Auburn's like okay, you know that's just another opportunity playing up against a Division Four right. opponent with a chance to move up in the standings. Right with the with this power ranking system, it's not like you're you know the old days where you're trying to. We got to win our league, and you got to do all that stuff. There's something to play for because every game matters. Yep, yep. So you know, looking at some, uh, looking at some of the other divisions. You know, it's it's more than just divisions three, four, and five. But you know, we've got some of the uh, the other divisions. Uh, Millbury leading the way in Division Six. Yeah, that's a great story. Millbury's, you know, they they're coming on. They have a, a great, you know. Uh, a lot of like Xavier Robles and, and and those guys have been been starters for a lot of time. They've built that program up. Uh, they were they're on top. They would they would they went and they would face Littleton if the yeah. playoffs begin tomorrow. And that's gonna be a great game. And Kingsboro, you know, undefeated at six and zero, but Millbury gets the top spot again. Not only. Um, who they've beaten, but the quality of the opponents. Yeah, I mean they're they're getting fifty one points from their opponents right now, and that's that's a pretty that's almost as much as they're getting from their own their own ones. So that's that's they pick up a lot of points from those wins. That's that's push them in the first place, and you know, and they they're a good team. So I think they they you know Tingsboro would face Uxbridge if the playoffs began tomorrow. So that's you know, that'll be another good game. Uxbridge looking to rebound this weekend against Leicester, and that you know win win over you know an undefeated Leicester team that all of a sudden now nobody's talking about that loss last. Yeah, in Division Seven, jumping down another. Uh, that's probably my favorite. You know, as far as you know, talk about Division Three being just great games. Division Seven is some real classic yeah. matchups. I mean, there's a bunch of teams on top, all with either undefeated or, or one loss. Yeah, and they're all you know. There's it's if if the play, if the playoffs began, you get another Valley Tech Leicester game, which is just that's always a classic. Uh, they both both co- great coach teams and. They're, they're they're one of the ones who are on a circle. West Boylston faces would face Asimut. Another now we need another great game. Asimut's had a you know undefeated season. That's they're 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 doing really well. West Boylston's right up there. Mike Ross is going to have you know the, 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 you know they graduated a lot of talented players, but he gets them right back in the mix. Yeah, in looking at all of the divisions and the, just uh, if you haven't had a chance to look at the power rankings, it kind of like it is kind of fascinating to kind of look at the numbers and understand them. But if there's any division that looks like it's kind of like 
you know, it's it may be set going forward. It is that Division Seven where you've got Leicester, West Boston, right. Asbet, and Valley Tech? It's like if they don't lose, if they you know maybe stumble a little bit, but it seems like those will be the four playoff teams. Yeah, it's, it's basically at that point, Division Seven looks to be, um, you know, just just for seeding at yeah. this point. I mean, I, I, Oxford, you know, is is a uh, and Quaybugger on the outside, but they, you know, you look at Valley Tech, they have fourteen point one points at the, as the last person in the poll, the last team rather, and Quaybug's at nine point nine seven. That's gonna be it's a lot to to because not only would Quaybug need to win out, but they would need Valley Tech or Astabit to lose their games to sort of fall behind. And I'm not sure if that's gonna happen. Yeah, and then and finally at Division Eight, uh, you know, you have St. Bernard's, which was the uh, which which won it all last year, I believe, but Bartlett is at the at the top of the rankings this year, followed by, you know, a pretty good Gansett and a pretty good Lunenburg team. Yeah, and it, you know what? Monty Tech's out on the outside looking in by about three-tenths of a, or two-tenths of a point. Yep. So I think they can, you know, any of the, go beyond that, Murdoch's at 11.5, and Garter's, Garter, Garter's almost in a playoff point. You know, three wins in a row. They got, you know, they got 10, a little over 10 points. That's, they're, they're, they're in a position where they can, you know, if Lunenburg and Gansett fall behind. You know, and that's, you know what, I mean, when is the last, and not to, you know, we talked about Auburn and now in, and now uh, Gardner, but like that, all of a sudden that Gardner Gansett game at, at six o'clock on Saturday um, seems like, you know, that's it's just, it's, it's a great game. Yeah. That's because if Gardner wins that game, they'll get, you know, what Gardner Gansett's three and three, they get, they'll get the, they'll get the, you know, the three, the, the, the three bonus points or for each of their wins. And, that would be a huge win for them. That, that could propel them over like a Monotech or a Lunenburg, depending yeah, on how they you know, great, you know, great neighborhood rivals. Um, really, Gardner hasn't really played a like a like a meaningful like playoff worthy game in a couple of years, and yeah. now and now you've got a great one on Saturday. Watch what comes down. I mean, they're looking at this. This is like their program. That, like you said, they've been their whole athletic program has been falling on hard times the last couple of years. So they're they're playing meaningful games for the first time in forever. And that's a testament to that program. They've gone. They went through a midseason coaching change last year, so they're they're starting to get a foothold. Now they have a couple of you know three wins in a row. And when's the last time you talked about winning streak in Gardner? So it's great to see them play. They're going to be up for that game. And and kind of to shift here a little bit away from the power rankings into the uh, into the poll. And uh, you know, Rich Rich Garvin's poll will be up on the website in the next day or so. But looking back at some of the some of the teams last week and how they did, um, you know, you starting starts at the top with uh, with with St. John's uh, number one um, extended their winning streak after after those first couple of losses. Yeah, it's like, like we were saying, sort of during the you know start of the year, they they went and tested the, the, the against the medal of Eastern Mass and and Western Mass, and they they. They took losses in those games, but they they showed you know, again just the whole we're not going to see anybody better than these guys, and they responded with you know ripping off a winning streak, and they played Zavarian this weekend, and they 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 scored fifty points in the first first half. So yeah, think I that's, mean Matt Hasselbeck's not walking through that no, door, but exactly. I mean Zavarian's still a very good team. Yeah, I mean I don't care what their record is, they're going to be tough, and I know I know uh, John Andreoli, the coach, was was uh, was really high on that game. It's you know they have won there in forever, and that was a, a huge win for that program to go in there and just win so handily and you know i think you know like i said they, they went out and they they scored 50 points right away on them uh they hung on at the end it was 58 26 final uh, uh, colin schofield had 349 yards passing he threw four touchdowns four different players which shows how how balanced that offense is running at this point Emon dennis another highlight real weekend 
ran for a touchdown, caught a touchdown pass, another 90-yard kickoff return for a touchdown. He's he's electric. Yeah, and uh, you know, looking looking through your notes, uh, Jim. I mean, number one, St. John's kind of rolls. Number two, Dory rolls. Number three, Wachusett rolls, and then a couple of teams, um, you know, kind of you know sneaking by. Um, yeah. But let's talk about let's talk about Doherty at number two. Doherty, you know what? I, uh, Doherty has been. I think a surprisingly lopsided win against a pretty good Tantasco. But it didn't start out that way. Yeah. I think that was the thing. I think Tantasco was in the game for the half that third quarter. They went out, They put 19 points up in the third quarter to sort of pull away from that game. Uh, I think the story for Doherty the last couple of years has been just their depth. And I think they, they've had always had a great, talented team with some awesome players. Uh, but it's you look at the, you know, they get to the playoffs, they sort of fall apart because they just you – know, I don't know if it's they haven't been – you know, it's a, it's the spotlight that's too big on them, or if it's if it's the fact they're just too beaten down. They Doherty. just the depth. Yeah, I mean, Doherty, but but it, so that's been the thing. They, they they always get in the first round. Then Shepherd Hill beats them by two touchdowns. It, in the playoffs. Except for seasons when they win state championships. Exactly. Jim. but still, <laughs> I mean, but you look at that's what the that's what's knocking them. It's been the last couple of years, so it's nice right. to see them really. I mean, they had those rallies to beat Lemonster and Shrewsbury in the last 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 couple. Of you know, it, it's you know, it's it's fascinating to me that we're sitting here talking about Dory about like you know uh, as. You know, just a program that you know is is in the mix with all these other schools, but yeah. it wasn't too long ago, what five, ten years ago, that Doherty, you know, was struggling year after year, and you know, kind of like they were above average. But no. now they're expected to compete for championships. And not only that, they expect they 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 put players in Division One right. football at a, a good clip. Uh, the NFL players on their roster. Uh, you know, it was not like you said, not too long ago. Sean Mulcahy is on my phone saying, "Hey, I know you guys are running the uh, the state the, the all time coaches list this weekend, but can you not put mine behind it? Because he was didn't want to, <laughs> you know. And, and again, it. they've never been. Uh, you want to use adjective? They've never been a bad program, but they've no. always been sort of like that. You know, that above average program. But over the last several years, they've taken it to a step where now it's just that that constant, you know, kind of elite status of where like like people like yourself say you know geez you know like when are they gonna they should be winning championships every year right. and that's that's a good mindset that's what to you have. want you want to be in that hole okay we're gonna play here's our schedule let's you know let's let's go to the play let's get look towards the playoffs and, and, and try to get to gillette right that's what they want and that's so that game that went over 10 was great because they're gonna have a tough schedule coming up and and they'll have uh uh, you know, a, a lot more tests, but to, right. but to see that you know, they, they got north this week. Well, and that's weekend, the thing but, is that, like, you know, Doherty's obviously been the the class of the inter high the last few years, and you know, for every north that they play and south, and you know, Burncoat's been had some down years. Then they come out like they did what last week and just turn it on and beat a very good uh, Tantasqua team that was ranked number six in our poll. Right, and that's what I'm saying. That's I think that's what shows. That's my whole big point about Doherty because they're winning these games where normally it's okay. Well, it just wasn't our game. A couple of things happened and we fell apart at the end. I uh, mean, they came back to beat Lemonster. They came back to beat Shrewsbury. Both final final drives, you know, and, and came back to, to win those games. They 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 were they were. Down early against Tentaspa, and they, it was sort of a dogfight in the first half. They had scored 19 points in the third quarter. They put, they stepped in their throats. That was a great. That's the mark of a great team. They got to keep that mentality up because in the playoffs, it's going to get. You, know, you just read off who was Division Three. I mean, they're going to. Right now, they're, they're scheduled to play Shepherd Hill, but if the power ranking points fluctuate, they could get Wachusett or St. John's. That's going to yeah, be. And, and speaking, it's not one easy game in that. Speaking whole thing. of great teams and uh, Wachusett. Um, a a 35-14 win over number four Shepherd Hill and. Probably the best victory anybody's had over Shepherd Hill this year because there haven't been many of them. No, um, and that's just a that's a, a thorough 
uh, a thorough win by the Mountaineers. Yeah, I think that shows where every week we're talking about watching it more and more. I think they're they're definitely one of the elite teams. Uh, you know, I think uh, it, it, it says a lot about them. There's not we talk about you know those Elon Dennis and Noah Calorie and those guys. I mean, you look at those guys. He's like a surefire super team. I tell you everything. Wachusett is a very balanced team. You don't look at that. And say you don't. You know, you look at. I don't think too many coaches looking at. It and say, okay, we got to stop. You know, they have great players. Like Seamus Higgins is a great player. Caleb Morrell is a great player. But it's not like a game stopper. This is where you got to base our whole you know, game plan around to stop. Uh, I think because they just because they're so deep, they have okay. Well, yeah, you want to you want to stop Seamus Higgins? That's right. I'm sure Shepard Hill didn't have in the playbook make make sure Seamus Higgins doesn't throw for 200 yards on you. I mean, that's probably probably a school record in the the Mike Dubzinski era of mm-hmm. passing uh, you know, at, at Wachusett because you know 200 yards is Wachusett pass. It doesn't happen too often. Uh, they're a very ground and pound, chew the clock kind of team. They had 10 players. They they ran the ball for Wachusett, you know, and and most of them I think they had three kids with. Carried it seven or eight times. So they're spreading that ball out, and that's saying, you know, okay, you want to stop Caleb Marrero? That's fine. You know, you know, Angelo Smith will take the ball to the house, and you walk, he'll get the corner, and then he'll be gone. So you can't, you can't really, fo- you know, if you're playing watch choose it. It's not like you can focus on one kid because there's eight other kids that will just do the job against. Him. Yeah, and and looking at Shepherd Hill, it, you know. It was obviously they had a, a, a you know big game last week, but I think even a bigger game this week um, coming up when they when they travel to Shrewsbury in sort of um, what do you say like a a winners in losers kind of out of the mix sort of game because Shrewsbury they need to pile up a couple of wins yeah. there to get into the playoff. Shrewsbury, mix. Shrewsbury sort of caught caught a bug and they lost three in a row until that win over Lemonster last weekend and uh, and that's but I mean Shepherd Hill sitting at the four spot in the power yeah. rankings this is Shrewsbury's chance you to pile up those points to, to this is this is you know this is a big game for both teams that's what I was that's what I said earlier with division three if Algonquin and Shrewsbury get wins this week even Lemonster is not you know totally they have 8.63 points they could a couple big wins for them right. I think that could I think you know they could be in the conversation. But. You're right. I mean, you've got you know you've got number five Algonquin playing a giant game against Wachusett this week, and number six Shrewsbury playing a giant you know game against Shepherd Hill. You know, one of those teams upsets the other, and you're talking about a it's, whole different standings yeah, next week. Great. It just it shuffles the whole thing around, which is why I like this kind of power ranking <laughs> thing because now these games are, you know they're, they're not that they didn't mean anything before, but I mean I think now it's it's, it's a lot to play for now. Yeah, and talk about uh, talk about some of the uh, you know again we talked power rankings we've talked poll uh, wrap it up by you know talking about some of the games again you know Triple E still in the air so yeah we, don't, we have a lot we, of pending Monday morning we're doing the ta- taping of this you know, so I'm sure a lot of ads are right there just sort of and redoing the schedules yeah they'll so. they'll they'll be shuffling them all week but we know the opponents and uh, talk about you know a couple of the uh, couple of the big games this week you know I, we talk about I think Algonquin Wachusett will be a big one just because like you said it's a uh, it's one of those, it's a it's a it's probably the most important game Algonquin has played in the last couple of years if they get that win they knock Wachusett off the, the land of the unbeatens and they're right in that 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 power ranking race they're back in the playoffs uh, same thing with the Shepherd Hill Shrewsbury game it's a great uh, you know mid-watch A game which is going to be fantastic and, and it's one of those games of Shrewsbury they had that three game losing streak and they beat Shepherd Hill that's you know that's Lemonster and Shepherd Hill back to back they're right back in the mix uh, you know St. John's uh, is, at, is at Lemonster That'd be a good, that would be a good game for them in terms of you know another test for St. John's and Lemonster needs a needs a signature win to sort of stay, stay alive in this whole thing. Um, you know, uh, Northbridge will play, play at Tentasqua on Saturday at noon. That's going to be another great game. And Northbridge coming off uh, you know 
Boyce had a, a school record weekend with, with six touchdowns, and you know, it, you know, it's most passing yards in school history. That's you know, it's that often start to take shape. But that could be another big test for Tantasqua. Uh, I think one of the better games is Lester Oxbridge. That's at two o'clock on Saturday. Uh, Oxbridge coming off a tough loss to Auburn. Lester, John, Jack O'Neill. It's just a matchup nightmare, and again, a, a game against St. Bernard's this weekend. They won thirty-five uh, nothing. They didn't have anybody. Just sort of, uh, he was a six-four, six-five, you know, basketball player. He's uh, you know, eleven catches, a school record, two hundred fifty-one yards, four touchdowns. That's that's immense. That offense is just rolling with him and Dan Merrill being probably the most prolific pass catching you know duo in Central Mass. But right up there with like St. John's and Doherty kids, I think that's they should be in the same breath. Uh, that'll be a great game. I think there's a lot of good football left to play this weekend. And then Saturday, some uh, you know some some games, other other games on Saturday to look at. I mean, um, it, n- probably not the fanfare, but you know that South Burncoat game South at Foley. Well, I mean, just a great great game. With South some, is having one of his best seasons it, it, in the years. Are. I mean, they're they're pretty, we talked about these teams like Gardner that's sort of been been on the on the downswing. South is is. Uh, it's it's playing phenomenal. I mean, they've they they have the most most wins they've had combined like in the four or five years of the program, last four or five years. So, I think that would be a great. You know, they're playing a the Burncoat team that needs to win bad, but you know, this is another another big test for South and their, their players are reaping the yeah, rewards. Great, of hard work. Great to see. Uh, great to see Doherty doing well. Um, and you know, we're not we're not rooting for anybody, but it's always it's always nice to see when the uh, the Worcester Public Schools. Um, do do well because I think it's good for the uh, good for high school. Sports oh yeah, you'll be looking at the Worcester Tech basketball winning a state title. That was a, that was a huge form, and I think that's a lot of excitement to see when the team, the athletes are doing really well. Great, that's Jim Wilson, high school uh, and sports editor for the Telegram Gazette, Telegram dot com. You can follow all of um, our sports coverage uh, in the pages of the TNG online and on Twitter at TG Sports. Thanks as always, Jim. Thanks, Dave.